the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, my longtime friend, I'm not going to say old friend, my longtime friend, one of the legends of L.A. broadcasting and now national, Mark Eisler. It's Mark Eisler back with you again, filling in for Dennis again. He's under the weather a bit, so I'm back on again today. As I said yesterday, I'm about to finish my 13th year of doing this for him, and it is always a privilege and an honor. And as you can hear, as you just heard, Dennis gave me a great introduction to yesterday's show, and now, Sean, I decided I'll play it every night before I go to sleep. Uh, just, you know, after all, talk show hosts are known to be quite insecure, right? That's that's for sure. Do you believe that, Sean? Do you believe that's true, that I played every... Yeah, he says, why not? Why not? But as always, you can find out when I'm on at Facebook at uh, Mark Eisler, M-A-R-K-I-S-L-E-R. By the way, someone did write, uh, one, among the people who wrote to me yesterday, they said they, they love that theme song. So it's, you know, it's what I, so they know I used that on my local show for years. Uh, when I was on uh, here at local station KRLA, and also another station that'll be unnamed. Um, I do apologize for being on Facebook, where you can find me, but that's where people can find out when I am on next doing the show. And long-distance friends can keep in touch, too. It's, It's amazing. Students that were in my class many moons ago find me and keep in touch. Is that you, Mr. Ashley? And then so kind to say, you look the same. Well, I don't look the same, but uh, they're very gracious. Of course, Facebook silencing of views they don't agree with is reprehensible. There's no other way to put it. And their huge investment in making sure their preferred candidates win elections, it should be legal at the least. And when a viable alternative is available, I'll switch. I'm no longer on Twitter, and I never joined Instagram but you can still write to me at markeisler at AOL.com, M-A-R-K-I-S-L-E-R at AOL.com. In this hour, you can continue to call in about any topics that we talked about yesterday and anything else on your mind, as Dennis does on Fridays, right, the, the last hour. But I reserve the right to decline to answer questions on classical music or the Bible. Those are Dennis's expertise, among many other things, uh, but that's not mine. Just to fill you in, uh, what happened yesterday, if you're just hearing me for the first time today, we talked yesterday about the left's taking over our, our country, and you guys never finished, so I, I want to give you more chance today and put it in perspective, how it may have begun and what we can and must do about it. This might be interesting to you, I don't know. One of my theories yesterday, and you can still comment on it today, is that leftists are not only very angry people, and bitter people, but very insecure people. Of course, like everything in life, nothing is absolute. And there may be happy leftists. I just haven't met many of them. In fact, when I think about it, I don't think I know any of them. But then again, <laughs> maybe that's my shortcoming. Maybe I met them and they were happy and cheerful. Well, now that I think of it, I, I did a show 
here on the local station for a lot of years, uh, with, and I had in the last hour two Democrats, two Republicans, discussing the issues very nicely, very friendly. Oh, I must admit, I don't think they were leftists. I think they were more liberals, as Dennis makes that distinction all the time. But by the way, does Nancy Pelosi, if I can use her as an example, strike you as being particularly happy? I mean, you know, uh, I'm trying to think if she's ever shown a sense of humor. I don't think so. I could be wrong, but in all the years she's been prominent in the news and all that kind of stuff, I, I don't see it. But because the left are so unhappy and insecure, here's my theory, they want to control other people so they become as unhappy as they are. As I said yesterday, misery loves company. And probably the more unhappy you are and the more miserable you are, I'm just thinking about this, the closer they get to being happy. So you ever see that? There are people who are always miserable and always unhappy. And I think they get something out of seeing you, bringing you down to their level. Okay, so maybe that doesn't make them happy, but maybe fulfilled in some way. I don't know the word to describe it. So maybe that explains why they want to control our lives so much. Let me know if you think my idea is crazy or not at 1-8-Prager-776. There you go. I'm just thinking, if I'm not on the air, I could become a therapist. Even if I made mistakes, a lot of mistakes, which I did in my own life. Although, when you think about it, isn't that what they say about how therapists get in the business in the first place? They realize they have problems, so maybe they can make money on other people's problems. But I digress. But I do like my analogy yesterday. I want to share that with you again. I, I thought of it. To building sand castles on the beach. So that's what we do, those of us who love this country, and try to, you know, maybe tweak it here, tweak it there to make it better. But it takes a lot of time and energy to build those dreams and only a few seconds to wipe them out, depending on the next wave that comes along. And now our wave is leftism, if you allow this analogy, or socialism, or communism. Call it what you want, but the storm clouds are real. And perhaps an example of this in action is COVID-19, the lockdown, and the mandates. So I didn't get to that yesterday. No one has been more correct on this topic and more articulate than Dennis. He got it right from the beginning, that the lockdown was much worse than the virus, and may have been the biggest mistake in history. The idea that people seem to value safety more than anything else, that's all new to me. I always thought, and I said this for years, that they valued freedom above anything else. I thought it was instinctive, but I was wrong. How all, how else can you explain the grief of average citizens when Stalin died? So there's real arguments. Did he was he responsible for over 50 million dead, or at least under his direction? You know, we can argue over the numbers. But I think they wept. They were so unhappy when he died. Even at the expense of giving up their liberty, people in democracies now have gone along with burdensome restrictions, you've got to admit. Sean, help me with your thing from yesterday. What did you say you were telling me? Uh, about Cuba, if the government, well, I'm going to mess up the line. Let me try and then you'll help me. If the government gives them just enough to live on but not f thrive, then they'll be dependent on the government, which is what the left is up to. Now you add, tell me what I'm, food rations. It's not enough to survive. 
but they can't live without it. And I think that, wow, that said very well. I think that's what's going on here. Whether it's, and by the way, so you get unemployment benefits or rent relief or food stamps. Make them addicted and dependent, but never enough so that they don't need the government anymore. You know what this reminds me of? I just thought of it. When I started teaching, it was elementary school. They put me there. Uh, by the way, this is off the topic, but there was one teacher there that was there when I was a kid. It shows you how perceptive kids can be. He was the only one still left, and I didn't like him as a colleague. I never liked him as a kid. I thought, oh, I was perceptive. I was right as a kid. I didn't like him either way. But they um, put me in elementary school, and one day I saw this kid racing through the halls. Just, you know, a teacher couldn't control this kid. And I said, I don't know, I stopped and started talking, and I said, what are you going to do with your life? He said, oh, I'll be on welfare. He'd already learned in fourth grade that his life, the best hope was to be on welfare, and that's what would happen. Make them addicted and dependent, but never enough so they need the government anymore. Sean, I I didn't give you a warning on this. See if you can find it, if we even have it, because I'd rather he say it. President Reagan understood the self-destructive nature of relying on the government. And here's his quote. I'd love to hear from him, uh, um, putting Sean on the spot. Here's what he said. You probably heard it. The nine most terrifying words in the English language, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. (laughs) By the way, notice the sense of humor from President Reagan. I've never heard, as I said before, I've never heard Nancy Pelosi do anything like that. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are I'm from the government and I'm here to help. By the way, do you see how good Sean is? Trust me. We didn't talk about that. I was going to remind him that I needed that clip that I might get to that. I never said a word. And what did it take him? Two or three seconds? I don't know. And there it was. Yeah, the nine most terrifying words in the English language. I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Doesn't that sum up the whole difference between the left and us in some ways? We don't want the government in our lives. We want you out of our lives. And they think government is the answer for everything, or just about. Boy, was President Reagan right. But for those who don't get it, it's almost like boiling a frog. If you do it slowly enough, and Sean said, right, it's not the lobster. The lobster doesn't react, but it's the frog, right? If you do it slowly enough, they don't even know they're dying. Kind of like how we are losing our liberties in our country. I cannot believe what is happening in Australia or New Zealand, or even our next-door neighbor candidate, with their restrictions on their citizens. So I want your opinion at 1A Prager 776. What do people value most? Freedom or safety? Or is it something else? You know, that that's going to be the beginning of it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do more about the tyranny and the march to the left. I hear the music. Are we, are we about done, Sean? I think we are. Let me know what you think. 1A Prayer 776. I'm Mark Eistel for Dennis Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, 
I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free, I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Mark Hester filling in for Dennis Prager. And as you know, one Prager 776 I go to your calls right away. I have some more opening thoughts to give you, but let's let's go to you guys pretty fast. Let's go to John in Simi Valley, California. John, you're on with Mark. Hey, how are you, Mark? I'm okay. I'm, I'm drinking some tea because I had a raspy throat, and I, 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 you know, I'm I'm so open with the listeners always have been all these years, and somehow the tea leaves are still in the cup. So I'm thinking, do I want to drink the tea with all these? I mean, really, they're pretty large. That are I didn't mix it up enough. I don't think. Anyway, go ahead, John. I'm okay. Other than that, yeah, uh, you're just proving you're human. Is what's going on there. Thanks. Um, uh, I guess what I'm, what I wanted to say for the screener was, um, from December 8th, 2020 to December 8th, 2021 is the year of St. Joseph. The December 8th is the Immaculate Conception. From December 8th, 2021 to December 8th, 2022 is the year of Our Lady of Sorrows. Next year, and this autumn, actually, onward, the sins of man will be punished by God because man does not realize that they have to put God first in everything, in government, schools, families, everything. So God is going to allow the takeover of certain countries because of the sins of abortion, gay marriage, euthanasia, pornography, all the unrepentant sins, because man is asleep and continues to remain asleep because he's fascinated by the current things that are in front of him that distract him from his purpose. It's it, And I, you know, I'm, I'm, I believe in God, obviously, and I, I try to practice my religion, but as Dennis does, I try not to get theology into the show. There's enough that we have without bringing that up to to explain why we're for or against something uh or i'll leave that better leave that for dennis let's go to mary in chicago mary you're on with mark hi mark i was just going to tell you uh for 30 years i ran a factory and i built a workforce of over a thousand people who were either currently incarcerated ex-offenders people in homeless and rehabilitation centers refugees and victims of human trafficking Work is restorative and redemptive, and there was a reason that Adam had a job before the fall in the Garden of Eden. The way we are designed changes people's lives. You know what? So, it's funny. Let me just react, and you stay on. The You're absolutely right, right? And I often think about where do people get their purpose, right? God is, yeah. is obviously a devotion to God is, is one thing. But work is a big part of that for people, too. And I wonder when you. people retire— you know, and they say they play golf, and I think I've seen studies where people live longer who continue to work. Now, I'm very lucky. They I, do. You agree with me. Yeah. I, I'm very lucky totally. I, te- I teach uh, at night to adult students who want to learn. I'm, oh, God, what an anomaly these days, right? They want to learn, yeah. and it's 10 hours a week. And I thought, you know, and I'm sharing this, I, I'm really open, just like Dennis is. There are many times at night. I'm a morning person. I don't like really to work late at night. And it's not that late. I work till about nine. But I'm tired. I'd rather not work. But when I get there, 
everything changes because, first of all, I'm with a group of people that want to learn, and that's exciting in itself. Although you appreciate that, this uh, I sometimes say to them when they get the point that I've been trying to make, and even if it takes days, I go, wow. You don't know how, because we talked about teaching and education yesterday, so I'm elaborating now. You don't know how great that makes me feel that you got it and you understand it. You don't know what that does for teaching. Then I add, because you know, I'm a talk show host too by nature, I said, by the way, I want you to know, even if you don't get it, I'm going to take my check at the end of the month. But, <laughs> but it, it really makes you feel good. But so that work, besides the radio, they're both my passions – really adds meaning to one's life. And what I try to share with the students, and this gives me a chance with everybody now, is the more passions you have. I'd love to play tennis. The more passions you have in your life, the more it's enjoyable, the more it's fun. And maybe I can tie this in with my theme. I don't think if if I could check, I don't think the left is not only happy, but maybe they don't have enough passions. They make this change, this desire to change the world in their image, everything, Right. They're, how do they have? Yeah. Uh, do you ever wonder how they have this time to demonstrate in the streets? Where, where are they working? Because you brought up the, the <laughs> idea of working. When do they have time to work? They're always appearing, you know, Antifa and Black Lives Matter. I don't get where they have all this time. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I saw how work changes people's lives, and too many people don't get it. It's a handout is not the same as a hand up. Yeah. Work makes so, a real difference, meaning, and then to get paid for it. By the way, I'm very – f- yeah, thanks for calling, Mary. I appreciate it. Thank uh, you. You're, and you said thank you. Sure, absolutely. Um, I'm very fortunate because to get paid to do your passions, in this case, among other things, radio and teaching, and teaching now, uh, I should have – I mean it's amazing how it's changed over the years because that's what I did yesterday. I explained that maybe the leftism started in the 60s. Uh, Kennedy allowed uh, uh, workers to uh, be unionized, and I, I, I guess striking came along later in the 60s with Albert Schenker in New York City uh, when the teachers got more power than they ever dreamed they would get their unions. I should talk about the unions. But in the 60s, when they protested the Vietnam War, and people were in the streets, and policies were changed just because they protested. I don't even think they were the majority. But I, wa- I watched – I went to Brooklyn College – and I watched them take over buildings at Brooklyn College. And at the beginning, I was on their side. I thought the Vietnam War was wrong. And then later I changed. I thought, no, it made sense. Even though I evolved, even when I was on their side and they took over buildings, the budding left, I thought, wait a second. What if it's not on my side and people take over buildings? This can't be the way to do it. Like the precursor to Antifa and maybe Black Lives Matter, whatever. So even then I realized that that wasn't consistent with my beliefs. You don't get to just destroy things. And, and, and as I said, in their case, stop classes. And the worst part is that we gave in to them, that protesters in the street – and again, I don't think this was the majority of the American people – they were able to change policy. Once that started, in my opinion, the left realized how powerful this kind of stuff could be. And as you know – Bill Ayers, Obama's tutor, said something, and I quoted yesterday, I don't have it in front of me now, something in effect, if we can get them in the schools, we can make revolutionaries out of them, and we could change all of society. So they got it, and Obama was part of that, and they did it. And I said yesterday the same thing, that it's not a wonder that any of our students come out of the schools 
and they're on the left, it's any wonder that any of them are conservatives. So we can continue the theme today. I'm going to get back to the lockdown and stuff because that helps me make my point. Let me know what you think. 1-8-Prager-776-Mark-Eisler-For-Dennis-Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about an interesting supplement that has made a big deal in my life. I had the, the pins and needles feeling in my feet. I've had it for about 25 years. It got quite intense. So among the things I did is I had inserts put in, which helped because it lifted the bone from the nerve. And I threw away the inserts last year after I started taking Nerve Renew. I read about Nerve Renew on the internet, and so I tried it out. And amazingly, after about a year, it doesn't happen overnight, I got rid of the inserts I had worn for 10 years. It's minimal, the uh, the pins and needles effect that I have. I'd like you to try it out. Go to NerveRenew.com. They offer two-week trial of their product and a one-year money-back guarantee at NerveRenew.com or your two-week trial now. I asked them to advertise. That's how effective I think the product is. NerveRenew.com. Mark Eister back with you again. Please allow me to ask you to stop for a moment and consider the blessing we all enjoy with our constitutionally guaranteed freedoms. Free speech, freedom of religion, the sanctity of life, and many more. But unfortunately, your rights are in very real danger every day, including today, October 14th. Businesses run by men and women just like you. People who put their life savings into building a business to support themselves and their families are being threatened if they won't capitulate to so-called political correctness and create products that violate their beliefs. And as Alliance Defending Freedom's senior counsel, Kristen Wagoner tells us, these are not just isolated cases. We have numerous cases where the government is seeking to not just punish people for their religious beliefs about marriage, but literally coerce them, take everything they own from them simply because they won't create unique expression that violates their religious convictions about what marriage is. That's un-American. Protecting our cherished freedoms from government interference is why it is so urgent that you join me and Dennis in supporting Alliance Defending Freedom. Just go to DennisPrager.com and click on the Alliance Defending Freedom banner. Are your personal rights worth $100 to defend? I'm asking you for a $100 donation to the Freedom Fund to help ADF continue fighting pivotal court battles and to be ready when your freedoms are threatened too. Now more than ever, you need Alliance Defending Freedom to be ready to help you or your college-age student or your church. So I need you, Dennis needs you right now today to please go to DennisPrager.com and click on the ADF banner at the top of the page. Or you can phone your gift to 855-649-2020. Again, that's 855-649-2020. Please do it right now. And I'll get back. Yeah, I'll get back to your calls in, in just a second. Um but I, I want to um, – and when I pray your 776, I, I lost my thought for a second. Uh, I asked you a question, what do people value most, freedom or safety? And, and that's one of the things on the line right now because tyranny is on the march. And the mandates in our country may yet destroy our hospitals, schools, airlines, the trucking industry, etc. 
the lie that Southwest canceled flights, did you hear this, because of the weather last weekend, is just the latest fabrication. The air traffic controllers staged a sick out. I think Tucker had something about this, too. And it won't be long before the pilots join them. Then what the truckers, the nurses, who's next? The police and firemen? What do we do when these people are fired or replaced? I know a teacher at my school, I may have mentioned this yesterday, he's, he's not taking any of the vaccines. He's going to be gone. You see the chaos that's going to occur. The left will probably love the chaos this would create. That's my point. So they can take over and show that free enterprise doesn't work. They would love that. Didn't Hitler do something similar? Stage an uprising, or as people did, and then the Germans voted for order out of chaos? Does that not sound familiar to you? Very nice. I like it. They create the chaos, and then they come in to save us. Great. Many Americans are quitting rather than be mandated to take the vaccines. You see that. I, I can't imagine when, when the nurses start quitting. What do they know that we don't know? You know, that profession among all the rest, joined by the pilots and the others. And, and by the way, wh- what about the people who have the natural, uh, 10 times greater, I think, if you have COVID, your, your, your resistance to it. And that's not taken into account anywhere in this. I took the vaccines at first, but I'm hesitant with the booster shots. There is too much we don't know. Uh, you know, Dennis talks about ivermectin. I, I think I, I'm going to give that a shot. A cheap alternative to the vaccines and maybe an end to the panic and chaos. But, of course, the pharmaceutical companies make very little on ivermectin. Could that be why they're so disparaging of it? Why do they call it horse pay? Sean, do we, we had something, uh, maybe we'll do it later, with, uh, wasn't Joe Rogan? Didn't someone, CNN, say something about he was taking horse paste or something like that? Oh, he was taking a horse dewormer when he got sick. Do you have that ready? Uh, so, okay, oh, we're going to go to the break. So we'll play that after we get back to break. Hold on with your calls. Why do people prefer safety is on the table as opposed to freedom and liberty? one 8 prager 776 uh, I'm Mark Eisler sitting in for Dennis Prager. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Mark Geisler sitting in for Dennis Prager. And Sean is going to play a clip that when Joe Rogan asked Sanjay Gupta why CNN lied about Joe taking horse dewormer. And by the way, you ready? Hold on one second. I was just going to make a thought. The left always wins the language battle, right? Global warming becomes climate change. They know what to say all the time. The press runs with it. Let's hear that, Sean. 
Stormer's not a flattering thing. I get it's that. It's a lie. It's a lie on a news network, it, it, and it's a lie that's a willing. That's that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah, they're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Well, the FDA put this thing out. You saw that. Did you see the thing that the FDA put out? What did the FDA put out? <laughs> it was a tweet, and it was snarky. I admit it. They said, you are not a horse, you are not a cow. Stop taking this stuff or something like Why that. Why would you say that when you're talking about a drug that's been given out to billions and billions of people, a drug that was responsible for one of the inventors of it making the Nobel the, Prize. The Nobel Prize in 2015. 15, yeah. Yeah, no, a, a drug well, that has been shown to stop viral replication in vitro. You know that, right? I, I, Why would they lie? And say that's horse dewormer. I can afford people medicine, mother. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's just a lie. I don't think anyone is. Th but don't you think that a lie like that is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know they're lying? You know that they know that I took medicine. Like here it is. Yeah, this is ivermectin. You got this it with right you. here. Somebody gave it to me. All right, hang on. I, I, do you, the, the thing is, we're, we're, we're like going so fast. Like, I feel like I'm missing. I'm missing. Do you think I want that to, that's a problem that your news network was not, lies? Well, I don't. I don't. Dude, I mean, what did they say? They lied what and they said say? I was taking horse dewormer. First of all, it was prescribed to me by a doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Along they with shouldn't have said a it was bunch of if, other if medications. Was, if you got a human. Pill because there were people that were taking it, the veterinary medication, and I, you're not obviously. You got it from a doctor, so that it shouldn't be called that. Ivermectin can be a very effective medication for parasitic disease, and as you say, it's probably you know I think what a quarter billion people have taken it around the world. More, I get that way more. So way but, more can, billions can, of people have taken it. Can I just come back to the one I want to talk about? I, two, no, no, two, no, no, two no, things no. on you the ledger. To, you have before we get to that. Does it bother you that the news network you work for? Out and out lied. Well, just outright lied about me taking horse dewormer. They, they they shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You didn't ask. You I didn't, didn't think that was your, did, you're the medical guy over there. I didn't ask. I should have asked before. But they did it the with podcast. such glee. No, yes, Joe. They did. I watched. I bet you he wishes he hadn't come on the podcast. Now. That's dude. Just, yeah, dude. We got more. Okay, that's. <laughs> Yeah, that that's what it's all about. That's the media, which we talked about yesterday, right? The, the, the Democrats have them, the left has them, and, and so we never realized what a difference that made, that the people would be so influenced by that kind of stuff. All right, let's go to some of your calls, I promised. Sam in Orlando, Florida, you're on with Mark. Hey, buddy, doing a good job of standing in there. Uh, so on the safety and the, and the right to freedom, they run together, and that's what they're playing on one against the other because they depend on us to be that gullible and not catch up. But in order to be safe, you got to have freedom. And when they're indulging like they're doing on every aspect of the level of the word freedom, their eyes are closed to this make-up flu that we've had forever. There's been an agenda going on for a long time. We've all heard about it as we grew up. The one world order, there's going to be one flag flying. It's supposed to be the flag of the rising sun. These people are thinking, whoever. I think they're both sides of the party involved in this, definitely. But has the belief that it's going to be our flag at the end flying and all this horse malarkey. It's just we're going and pushing in that direction for why. And I think this is the beginning of that coming face up, floating on top of the water right now. 
Well, uh, I hear your point. I, I wish you hadn't used the phrase horse malarkey after we just played that clip. They're picking on horses, right? <laughs> horse dewormer and so on. Let's go. And I was talking about education, of course, and let's go to Jimmy in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Jimmy, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. I'm going to tell a little humor in there. It's a story about uh, what we were talking about. Uh, my dad came up. Uh, uh, he was born in America. Went to His parents took him back. When he came back to his country, he went to work hard. He worked hard all his life. And he had four kids, which I'm one of them. And he only had enough money to send one of us to college. And my sister Rita became a teacher. And this is a shame. Uh, before he died on 9-11, we buried him 9-11. Hmm. Before he died, he told us a story. I have four kids. I love them all. He said, but the dumbest one is all, the one I spent the most money on, went to college. And that was, we made us all laugh. But it's the truth today. They're getting indoctrinated. And I just want to let that story out. And my dad fought in this country. Mussolini found out he was in Italy. He threw him out of the country, sent him over to New York, like a young kid. And then I mean, started to learn how to speak English. They drafted him into the United States Navy. I'd give you his name because I'm not a liar. But honest to God, he fought against his own country in the Second World War. He was a great man. We love him. Thank you, Mark. I bet. Thanks so much for calling. And let's go to Michael in Washington State. Michael, you're on with Mark. Hi there. Hi, Thank Mike. you. This is an honor. Okay. Uh, in the Vietnam War, I was a U.S. Army combat medic. I did that without a weapon like Desmond Doss in World War II. I was wounded in action. I have a purple heart. Wow. A, by the grace of God, I was awarded the Silver Star, Bronze Star with Valor Combat Medics Badge. I would like to make a comment about Joe Biden administration and what they're doing to America. The, can you imagine that, you know, the, you know, say they bring in 25 million aliens and ship them to, you know, that, uh, Texas, uh, North Carolina, Florida, and they gain statehood for D.C. We're looking at... Look, we we, we got to go to the break, Michael, but I, I want to thank you for your service, and your awards are obviously well-deserved. Um, it's it's the People today don't understand what you guys did, how you served, and how you saved our country. 1-8 Prager 776. Mark Eister filling in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Mark Eister sitting in for Dennis... Uh, our theme is running throughout the show as, as we did yesterday. And one of the things I talked about was the media. Scott uh, wants to talk about that also. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, I think the big problem we got now is we've always had this, uh, uh, I think it's even maybe written somewhere about the news media absence of malice, you know. And I think that uh, we need to, people that watch this stuff, we need to start holding them accountable for being malice. I remember when uh, uh, the President uh, uh, Trump talked about ivermectin and hydrocodone. I pronounced that last one wrong, but okay. they just started laughing about it. And all they did was talk, talk about how uh, ivermectin was a horse dewormer. 
Right. They didn't tell you anything else about it, the fact that it won a Nobel Prize. It helps people with malaria and all other kinds of stuff. It's been all over the world for, what, 40 years? Yep. And they were making fun of it, and that's exactly when they got to understand there's the word news in these things. Yep. And if you are not going to report the news accurately, then you are no better than a talk show. You'll yeah. become a talk show, and you can be held accountable for that. The hydrocodone, they joked about, now people are going to go drink Clorox. Yeah. You know, I remember that. Yep. Thanks for your call. It's worse than that because the media has such power. And the founders thought that they would be a check on the too powerful government. And now they're in cahoots with the left or the Democrats at the least. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. It makes me think of the caller before the break, uh, Purple Heart and what he did, the greatest generation serving in the war. They served to protect our freedom and to keep this thing going, this incredible uh, country that was established uh, at the time of the founders, having the Declaration, the Constitution, and saying that we needed limited government. That, that, that guy served to make that continue to happen. And now we have people so ungrateful, and we have the left that wants to tear it down and, and destroy this country with a willing press who is not challenging the government unless you want to clean the swamp. They're all in it together. I, I hate to feel that I've been so deluded all these years as a kid growing up, believing in all these institutions, the FBI especially. And, and then, of course, the State Department and uh, the CIA, I mentioned yesterday, even Frank Church's time talked about how evil they were. And then we had Chuck Schumer say, they, what, nine ways to get you, whatever, six ways to get you if, if Trump uh, criticizes them. These are tough times. I'm, I'm not going to hide. I'm always an optimist, and I think we can turn it around. It's not too late. But uh, th that guy and all those who served, th they understood what made this country so special and why it was important what they did. Let me know what you think. 1A Prager 776. I'm Mark Eisler, sitting in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain Free Studio. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.